Welcome to the Wildly Energised podcast series, where we discuss some of the struggles living in a fatigued state, how you can support your body in a more natural way, and how you do not have to do it all on your own. I am your host, Karen Giles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week. Today is episode number 58. And I'm wanting to touch base with you all today to talk about your local farmer's market. Is it something you've thought about? Is it something you've you've tried before? And if so, what did you gain or what did you not gain from it? Did you enjoy it or not enjoy it? And for those of you who haven't sourced a local farmer's market, why not? Is it because you think they're expensive? Is, Is it just too much of a hard work for you, hard job for you to get out of bed on the weekend in the morning to get there within the first run so to speak so you get the the best produce and also so you don't miss out so for those of you who don't know me I'm Karen Giles I'm a health and wellness coach I'm very well known as the healthy boundary guru I also support people with their relationships with themselves with others with their healthy eating with life in general and also people who are busy which is everybody today right we're all busy in our own way So I support a array of people and not just females, males as well, because we're all human beings. We all have our, let's say, habits. So that could be that you just eat the same thing every day. It could be that you just exercise sporadically. It could be that you keep attracting very toxic people in your life, whether it's work environment or personal life. Now, these things happen for a reason and as an individual, you don't always understand why you do those things or what's popping up for you and that's a part of the work I do is that I support people to teach them and guide them along their journey so that they can they have these answers. And the thing is, is that the answers are already within you. It's just that you don't know how to bring them up to the surface to find out those answers to access the information that you're needing. So that's why we're focusing on local farmers markets today. So what are local farmers markets? What's your interpretation of that? Personally, I interpret local farmers markets as people who live within a two-hour drive from where I live. And to me, that's local because I live on the coastline the farms aren't that close to me. It's not like I live out in the sticks out west and I'm surrounded by farms. So, you know, we need to be a little flexible with these things. A lot of people say don't eat, uh, don't eat foods that aren't grown within your local soil. So then the question is, well, how far do you go with the word local? Like what's, what's the furthest? What's the restriction? Where's the cutoff with the distance with that? So... You know, there's lots of questions today and that's to preempt you, to get you thinking, to get you prioritising things in life. So for some of you, you might eat organic or non-organic. It doesn't matter. It's your choice. I'm not here to to push one, one way over the other because I do both purely out of accessibility to fruits and vegetables. So say, for example, on the weekend, We've just had massive floods come through here. People have lost their homes and all sorts of things. We're very lucky we weren't affected in that way. However, that meant 
that we could not go to any farmers markets on the weekend because a lot of farmers they were cut off what I mean by cut off is that they were flooded into their properties and some of them lost their homes and their crops and all those sorts of things so would I be expecting prices to be higher next time I go to the market absolutely because that's just the way the cycle works isn't it you know if it's in high demand then the prices tend to go up and that's what it will be like. And I'm prepared for that. And that's okay because I prefer to be supporting the local farmers, the family businesses, than the bigger supermarkets and so on. And to be fair, that's probably also a big part of my upbringing, being brought up in a family-owned business. So I've always tried to focus on paying people where it's their own business, whether it's a small uh, grocery chain which are more the independent ones than the massive uh, supermarkets. And without using names, without naming the actual brands, you guys in Australia, you know the ones I mean. And then for those of you who are listening over in Europe and the US and so on, you know, you'll know which ones you have locally that are family-owned and which ones are big stores. So coming back to the farmer's market, what are they locally grown? harvest and produce foods so when I say produce so there's a kombucha store where we go there's a sauerkraut store there's a juice store there's all different ones some of them where uh, make um, your organic products for your body so your creams your balms shampoos conditioners and so on and then there's the fresh produce where you buy your apples your tomatoes your veggies your meats, whatever it may be. So we do have butchers there as well. Are they organic? I don't know because I don't buy from them because I eat very little um, meat these days. Not that I'm pro-meat. I'm not vegan or anything along those lines. It's just I listen to my body and it changes what it wants, especially seasonal. And that's a question. Do you eat seasonal? And that's also one of the big benefits of shopping and sourcing your fresh produce from the farmer's markets is that you only get access to what's in season. They don't freeze their produce for six, 12 months at a time. You just have access to what they've just harvested, what they've just picked. And the other reason why they're a great resource as well is because you get that high quality. So we will go, we'll do a shop, and sometimes, you know, social events pop up unexpectedly, last minute things. So we weren't aware that they'd be coming. So then we've got extra food in the fridge because we've eaten out a few times over the week or fortnight or whatever the case may be. And if I buy it from the supermarket, I know it will be off within a few days generally. But with the farmer's market, it will last up to three weeks or more. It all depends as to how you store your fruit and veg when you buy it how much you care for it. So say, for example, as soon as we get home, it's just something I've always done. I've been going to these markets for over six years now since the very first month that I lived up the coast here. And I bring it home. I wash it all in filtered water. Do you have to use filtered water? Look, it's all personal choice, isn't it? Everything is in life is personal choice. I'm not here to tell you what to do. It's just to get you thinking and working out what would best support you, what would best work for you at this given time in your life, with your health, with your well-being, with your relationships and so on. 
So I'll wash all the veggies and the fruits in the filtered water. And then I just lay them all out on tea towels on the kitchen bench and they just air dry. So however long they take to dry, it takes. In winter, it can take till quite often mid-late afternoon for them to dry. But then in summer, it only takes about an hour maximum too. So just doing what works for you. And the reason why I do that is one, it gets rid of any bugs that are possibly on my produce. And there's been a few times where you know you're washing the, all your veggies and everything out and then you see something fall into the bottom of the sink and it's a grub. Well, you know, you don't mind. It's a grub. doesn't really matter. And my focus when I go and I look at the different stalls is that I look for spray-free. And then where there's not spray-free, I make sure that they're products that have a skin on them where the spray can't protrude through, can't penetrate through the skin. So, you know, it's a bit of a learning curve, but because I've been doing it for so long, it just comes second nature to me. I, you know, I don't think anything of it, looking for the labels and so on at the markets. And, but I'm aware a lot of people don't know how to do this. And that's why I'm going to start running meet and greet events at the market that is local to me, probably once a month or every six, eight weeks. I'm not too sure yet. I haven't run it before, but it's just something different. And it's also when you eat the really high quality fresh produce, it's really good emotional support to you as well because you're getting all those nutrients. So that's got to be good for your body, doesn't it? It's got to be good for your brain. So then if it's good for your brain, it's good for your emotions. If it's good for your body, maintaining your weight and so on, then it's got to be good for your emotions. Because both men and women, we are affected by our weight and by our thoughts. So I think it's important to keep them in check as much as possible because only you can do that. That's your responsibility. And while you have your health, it's really important to eat those fresh, high-quality nutrients and produce to support you more on the cellular level. Because when you're not well, when you're not tired, oh, sorry, when you're tired, you're wanting to support your body from the inside out. And it becomes a ripple effect. Once you improve one area of your life, then another area improves and another area improves and another area improves. I don't know about you guys, but with food, my thing is sugar. So I'll have one little thing with a little bit of sugar and it could even be more your natural sugars like a date or a piece of apple, like even a slice of apple. And that's it. It sets off my, my sugar cravings. And even though I increase my magnesium, it's still not enough. Even though I have peanut butter or a form of healthy fat with the date or with the slice of apple, it's still not enough. It's my makeup. It's the way I am. And that's why I'm extremely mindful, not, I wouldn't say over the top, but I'm aware that if I'm going to have something sugary, then I need to work on counteracting that high sugar intake that my body is going to receive and process pretty quick. Otherwise, I'll have the side effects afterwards, the symptoms I have afterwards after I have sugar. And it's not fun. It's not pretty. They're very common. It's just a lot of people think it's the norm when it's not. You know, like your highs and then your lows after sugar, feeling tired, 
sometimes get a little irritable where I just don't have the high level of patience that I normally have, don't have the focus. You know, you lose clarity and focus. You lose motivation and so on. So, you know, if you experience all these things and you drink, for example, a lot of um, diet milks or soft drinks, if you eat diet products, whether it be yogurt, cereals, or even cereals in general, unless you make it yourself and you know exactly what's in it, I wouldn't touch it. And even juices. So juices can also be too high in sugar as well. So I know even though I make my own juices at home, there's certain times of the year I don't do them because I know that I have high sugar cravings that time of the year. So then I don't make juices for that month or few months. So it's having that aware muscle and working in with yourself with what you need and your body will thank you later, your mind, your brain will thank you later, your sleep patterns will thank you later because they all work in together. And, you know, that's why I've been shopping at the farmer's market for so long. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's very community orientated. So when I moved to the area and I didn't know anybody outside of my workplace at the time, I found it really lonely at times on the weekends, especially when it wasn't the hockey season. So outside of winter, I was pretty lonely. But the farmer's market was my saviour because what I mean by that is that I would go same time every Saturday so I wouldn't miss out on my produce because I had the same stores I'd go to and I still do it today. And they were great. And then as they get to know you on a more personal level, you can ask them questions like, you know, when do you think you'll be getting this in or when's the season for this in this area? Because, you know, it's different seasons for different areas, isn't it, for different foods. And then I go, oh, I've been wasting this a lot. I haven't been using it. But when I buy it, I think I make all these fun things. But then I get home, then I can't think as to what I was going to make with it. Can you give me some ideas, please? And they love sharing recipe ideas with you or just telling you some links that they know, some websites to get some cool ideas. It's important to switch your food up. You know, make different things, get creative so you don't get bored. So the motivation stays there. Really, really important. I also love how, you know, as you build a community within the market, which is what farmers markets are all about, community and local support, you form these really strong bonds and connections. So where I go for my smoothie, for example, I've gone to him every single Saturday for over six years. Have there been competition throughout that time? Yes, there actually is now. And they've been there for, I think it's two years, maybe three. Have I ever tried them? No, because I like what these other guys do with my allergies and intolerances with certain foods and so on. They're very open to switching it up for me. They don't have any problems with doing that and they don't charge me for it either. So I'm not penalised, so to speak, for not being able to eat certain foods. They just switch it out for me, which is awesome. It's so much fun. And, you know, I'd really like you guys to consider finding your local farmer's market. Have a look around, see what they've got, spend time, read the labels on their trestle tables or on their boxes, get to know the storeholders. And then if you're noticing that they sell out of a certain product or produce at a certain time, like say you get there at 8am and it's gone, 
So you want um, baby spinach leaves and they're gone and you get there at eight o'clock. Ask them what time do they start serving customers? Just because a market opens at a certain time, it doesn't mean that they won't serve you before that time. So where we go, the market runs from 6 a.m. to 12 noon. But I know if we're not at a particular store by 6.30 at the latest, we miss out on our baby spinach leaves. They're gone. So no matter how many bags they pack, they always sell out by 6.30, quarter seven. So it's just working out your priorities, what's important, you know, because quite often we'll go, oh, I just want to have a sleep in the morning. And I'll say to my partner, that's okay, you do that and I'll go to the market because that's, that's my higher self saying that's important to me. That's my priority. My health is my priority because without health, you don't have happiness. And then without health and happiness, you know, it's not a very exciting life, is it? Be pretty miserable, I'd imagine. So have a think about it. Where is your nearest local farmer's market? Even if you just go down there and just walk around and just get a feel for the place because their vibes are amazing. You can walk in there feeling exhausted after your week or uptight or angry, upset hyperactive whatever the case is there's just something about the energy at markets that balance you that stabilize all that it's phenomenal and then if you don't like doing things on your own hit up a friend contact a friend and ask them if they go with you because that's another thing I love about the markets is that you always see groups of people having breakfast together or a coffee or a smoothie or whatever the case may be but you see the same groups every week and that's another reason why I'm looking at starting up the farmer's market meet and greet in my local area. So for people who really want to go, but they're too shy to go on their own, that way they don't need to miss out on the experience. And then over time, their confidence will build up and then they'll just do it on their own. Okay, have a great week. I trust you have taken away many golden nuggets in today's episode. Thank you so much for jumping on today and joining me on the Wildly Energized podcast channel. I, I just want to say to you guys, I love having you jump on and listen. And I, I just enjoy sharing my journey with you all, the past and the present. So if you're interested in communicating and joining my online community on Facebook jump over to wildly energized circle and I have a group there and we would love to have you join us for any questions please just message them to me on Facebook and I would love to hear from you and get back to you as soon as possible enjoy the rest of your day and have a fabulous week